Hello everybody. This is Pooja and you're listening to another episode of Project Spark. Today we have with us Pratiksha Kati who started Miraki Studio in the pandemic that creates and curates handmade home decor products and some lovely wall murals for homes, corporate offices and some very well-known restaurants. We'll soon spill the beans on that. Pratiksha is an artist by passion and is also a professional textile designer. Her imagination to create colorful products has ignited that spark for her to set up a business that she runs today. Welcome to Project Spark, Pratiksha, and thank you so much for taking time to speak with me. Hi, Pooja. Thank you so much on having me on board and uh, letting me share my experience with you and the audience over there. So it's a great pleasure uh, sharing all my ups and downs as an artist. So I think I'm very excited for this. So let's dig in. It's always interesting, Pratiksha, to know when and how an artist got started. Okay, it's usually these childhood stories that we go back to. Yeah. So when we spoke earlier, you told me that nobody at home really in your family was into art professionally. So how did you find your interest in art? Take us back to your childhood and tell me all of that. See, it's nothing like a major childhood. I had always had an inclination towards art and design. So during my school days, I used to pick time out to design and paint as I was very bad with my studies. So only one good thing which I had was painting and it, it felt nice when I used to paint. I used to see my grandpa and my aunt doing little art and craft during that free time. All those uh, like lamps, lanterns in the houses were made by uh, hand only. They were not bought from the market. So I love creating things. That's how my inclination towards art since childhood it was. And just like any other normal middle class kid, I pursued my uh, studies and then I joined BCom because my mom was very particular of me having a degree. So post that, I decided to perceive my uh, career in art towards my passion. So hence, I did my degree in textile designing, which indeed improved my ability and skill set in art and design field immensely. So the journey continued to make to one of the best designing export firms in Mumbai, like as an embroidery designer. So that's how my art, which was as a passion, I tried to create or turn it into my career. It's so, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me one thing, Pratiksha, a lot of singers or artists and even painting and all of this, they say if you have a strong influence at home or somebody who's encouraging a lot, it usually helps. But sometimes... It is also something that is within us. You know, there's a spark that has to be alive within us to take that forward. And from what your story says, it seems like that spark was within you. How did you keep nurturing it along with your studies and, you know, taking that route, which your mom kind of said that, hey, having a degree is very important. You have to be financially independent and all of that. But how did you keep that spark alive within you that you want to be an artist and you want to continue in that field? See, Pooja, uh, coming back from a middle-class family, the first thing which we are always told is fulfilling our regular education 
then securing our life with having the mainstream job so i'm telling you this because no one in past from my family had any connection to art and design career so it was all mostly 9 to 5 job in accounts in it or in sales like that but nothing related to art but me taking the leap of faith in the field of art was yeah you can say it was some kind of a gut feeling in me that i want to do this and i think i'll be good if i do this so i think we need to believe in ourselves at some point of time uh, to pursue a career or to make it a livelihood i so, think we're going to dig into that gut feel a little more uh, pratiksha <laughs> yeah yeah but tell me how did your family welcome this decision that when you actually joined the art field and when you made a career out of it you were an embroidery designer and uh, now that you are running miraki studio how has that journey been for your family and were there any apprehensions concerns how did you convince them or was it at some point that they convinced you that this is what you are meant to be doing see uh, once i uh, finished my textile designing i got into a proper 9 to 5 job but in a design field only so my parents were little bit relieved but then i started like a uh, creating a business in art was like a taboo in a in a middle class family <laughs> so initially they were little concerned about where am i going what am i doing in life so uh, this was always the concern like what is she up to will she able to do it but i knew one thing in my mind that i just want to do anything in art field so i'll tell you one uh, very funny story and i got that thing no this is what my calling is like uh, before starting miraki uh, like there was a uh, slight changes in my life here and there so i had gone for an interview where it was not a design uh, field related interview it was a normal uh, accounts uh, interview so when she was explaining the whole process what needs to be done what is your position what you have to do i was not at all attentive first and foremost thing in my mind i just kept on thinking is this thing what i want to do is this what i i am who i am like what it is i was just constantly thinking this thing and then suddenly i started crying and i was very much overwhelmed with the situation around me that's when i realized no i can't do anything else apart from art or design my mom is a person who has always kept me rooted she has always uh, showed me the facts of life the bitter facts of life you can say she has always told what will work what won't work so uh, she she was very protective of me but she always told me no you're wrong here you're right here but at the same time if you tell my father he was always on my side even though if i'm wrong if i'm not going on the path or anything he was always on my side but i'll tell you my main support where my uh, related to my design field it was my brother he was always supportive of my decisions he he is younger than me actually but he guided me throughout my process until now he guides me there are some business deals where i need his help i need his uh, insight so he still guides me so it takes little time for uh, people around you to uh, like have that faith in you because it is a normal 
system or it is a normal society norms where you just do a degree and you have a nine to five job, you get your PF, you get your salary, everything. But when you do a business in, or you go for an art field, it's more challenging. So people Absolutely. are not used to it too much. But I think nowadays people are getting used to it. Like people are now accepting the fact that, oh, you are a freelancer. Oh, you are a wall muralist. Oh, you have an art business. Oh, really nice. So now they have started appreciating that. So now they are a little bit relieved, seeing me happy doing what I am doing. I think that's what matters, Pratiksha, that yeah. you're happy. It's totally come across with your story. Yeah. And I think what you said is right. Today, it is a creator's economy. We have so many options of career choices, so many different things we can do. Nothing has to be mainstream the way it was in the earlier days. And I'm so glad that even though your family was not really in this profession, they have supported you. They've in fact guided you through this also. Kudos to your brother. And uh, (laughs) I think that's a good segue for me to ask you the next question, which is you had a corporate career in design. Okay. That's what you studied when you were working with some big brands, but what made you still start Meraki studio? I know there was an entire story of the pandemic and you were trying to get a job, but, but this happened and you were interested, but tell me this could have just been a side hustle. It could be just some passion project that you're working on, but still you are looking for that mainstream design career uh, job that you could do. I mean, I know on our call earlier, you said you won't go back to a job after tasting this. So tell our listeners more about how Meraki has made it so amazing for you. So first talking about my job, I honestly loved my job. There was nothing like, oh, I didn't like the job. I wanted to start something of my own. Nothing of that sort. I loved my job. It was very challenging. But at the same time, I enjoyed creating new designs for these big brands like Gucci, Versace. So it was a little a proud moment for me also. And I loved to create those designs for them. And when I used to see those designs on the ramps, it used to be the happiest moment for me. But then uh, there came the second phase of life, uh, which is marriage. So my marriage happened. Uh, I had to move to Bangalore. And uh, there was a thought of me of pursuing my job in Bangalore itself. But uh, during COVID, we all had to be at home. So that's the time when I started painting uh, for myself, started painting for my new home. There was no thought or there was no planning of uh, having my own design studio at that point. And then somehow I ended up uh, painting a lot and I ended up posting it on social media like Instagram, Facebook. From there, uh, it all started to change. But I'll tell you one thing, it nearly got like six to seven months to get my first order, like a first commercial order. Mm-hmm. Before that, yeah, I used to do painting for my family, my friends. But for a commercial order, it took around six to eight months uh, after posting so many pictures on Instagram. So like uh, that's how uh, the journey of Miraki has been. I'll never forget to thank my husband and my brother who always believed in this uh, business, even though sometimes I was a little tense at a point, but they used to always have faith in me that, yeah, I can do it. 
So this is how a person with no uh, mindset of creating a business has turned her passion into business. And I Very love nice. creating these uh, products, home decor products, or a wall for my clients because when I see the smile on the face, that is all uh, satisfaction, or that is all the income, monetary, and any benefit which you can say I get it. So that's exactly my next question to you, uh, Pratiksha. I met you at Soul Sante, yes. and I think after that I contacted you and got some custom artwork made on my walls. Yes. And uh, till today, every new person that comes home appreciates them, and they always are in awe that when I tell them this is all handmade. Okay, and I've told you this, and I'm saying it again. Thank you so much for all those beautiful things that you've done for my walls. but tell me any other stories of your clients or customers or some passion project that has made you feel really good about what you're doing so uh, yeah the very first order of mine was very special to me and it was very close to my heart it was a watercolor painting which i did for a client so she had asked me to do some watermelons and oranges for her so and frame it and send it to her place so i had done everything with a lot of uh, like enthusiasm it turned out to be very beautiful it's one of the beautiful watercolor paintings which i have done then i framed it and i packed it and i shipped it but in the shipment the courier guys broke my frame that was my first ever commercial order and this is what it happened she sent me the pictures see i have got this broken frame and i was terrified i was so terrified i started crying because i didn't know what to do because you can see anyone getting the first order and it's going completely wrong so uh, i don't know somehow she, i uh, then i apologized i said i'll do i'll redo everything and this and that Then she was very kind. She said, "No worries, I'll fix the frame." But the paintings are very beautiful. I loved it. My husband loved it. Then I was little relieved. I was not completely satisfied. I have disappointed my first customer ever. But somehow I managed to forget that uh, moment. Then past few months, uh, she came back. She said, "I want two more paintings, and I want from you only because." these paintings are so beautiful that everyone in our house has liked it and i want it to be done by you only so that's when it was very motivating for me and it was a very um, epic moment for me i will say she was one of my first client and one of my motivational person who gave me the motivation to work no matter what how much failure you will see don't worry if your work is proper you're going to be there so that is that project was very much near to me because it has a lot of learning experience where i learned how to uh, deal with a client how to do courier and like how to maintain a relation and everything that was my first learning experience being a artist was okay but turning my art into a business and learning the whole process of selling your art is one of the very important um, you know parts where you need to understand so that is what she gave me the understanding how lovely i think you packed so many learnings into that one tiny story 
and I'm sure that's created such an impact for you, your brand, your customers and all the stuff that you do. Why don't you tell our listeners where can they actually go and see your work? I know I follow you on Instagram. So I know you've been doing a couple of restaurants and I think there are some, some more in the making. So where can we see Pratiksha Kati's art? So see, right now we are building a website. But till that time, you can obviously see on my Instagram, you guys can have a look at what all work I do, what all products I have, what kind of uh, art variations we do here online. And I think we can visit Smokehouse Daily yeah, in Bangalore. Smokehouse Daily is one of my favorite uh, wall art. It was a very challenging one. But yeah, I will definitely recommend all of you to have a look over there. Smokehouse Delhi, uh, Laval Road. So Pratiksha, I think your story is amazing. And it's so relatable because of the fact that You've also humbled it down so much. You've told us about how your upbringing was, how your childhood was, and how even though you went through mainstream education, you still kept that spark alive within you as an artist. And you've gone on to do so many interesting things. Now, if you could inspire another artist to ignite it for them and tell them how they can also succeed professionally in this field, because I know tons of people who keep art as a hobby. How can you ignite that spark for artists to say, hey, this can be a professional career of choice for you? What would you say to them? I'll just say, just keep working towards uh, your dream. There will be a time of self-doubting, confusion, whether to follow your passion or stick with the stability. And just take the leap of faith and work towards it. If your heart says, no, you want to perceive this, go for it. Nothing major will happen. You will lose some months of your life or you'll lose some years of your life. But at the same time, you will be happy that you tried it. And imagine if it worked. And if you put all your hard work, it's definitely going to work. So always have that positivity in you when you're working towards a dream. Uh, try to keep improving uh, your skill set according to the time you're going in. Be ethical. Very important is be ethical. Be moral. And there is no shortcuts to success. Of course, there will be setbacks. There will be ups and downs uh, because you're going to change your stream or you're going to switch towards your passion. But I'll tell you, like those are all learning experience which will eventually make you stronger. The society will be there to judge you. But one thing, be focused on your path. If you're focused on your path, you're going to achieve it. You're, and make the journey beautiful. Reaching to the point is not important. While you're going or the journey which you are in it and uh, enjoying the whole journey is very important. Because we don't know what's ahead of us. And it's not necessary to have a plan like, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that. Just go with the flow. It's very important. And it's a very simple word that is go with the flow, which, <laughs> means, which has a lot of meaning to it, actually. Because it's very hard for us to go with the flow. We are always like, no, we have to plan this. We have to plan that. No, it's not needed. But once in a lifetime, just go with the flow. Uh, eventually, all the things will fall in place. And yeah, you can and you should actually take that leap of faith for your passion or for your dream 
How yeah. lovely and so inspiring, Pratiksha. Thank you so much. I think those were great words of wisdom for everybody who's listening in. Uh, thanks a ton for taking time and speaking with us. And I hope to see a lot more of your art on my walls, on other walls and, sure, and everywhere. Sure. sure. It was really a great time talking to you and sharing my experience. I love the overall vibe of the session. I hope uh, if even I can inspire just one or two person, that will be a great thing for me. I'm sure you will. Thank you, Pratiksha.